0: Welcome to Negotiate Your Career Growth. I'm Jamie Lee and I teach you how to blend the best of negotiation strategies with feminist coaching so you get promoted and better paid without burning bridges or burning out in the process. Let's get started. It's normal to negotiate. A 2021 blind survey of 1,300 women in tech showed that nearly half, 47%, always negotiate their starting salaries, even if it is uncomfortable. 30% said they go hard. And salary is not the only thing to negotiate. According to Harvard Business Review, negotiating your role, scope of responsibilities, or career trajectory has a bigger impact on lifetime earnings, career satisfaction, perceived leadership potential. I know we're coming up on the end of end of year review and that's a great opportunity for you to advocate for your achievements and aspirations and to help you strategize and brainstorm so that you can negotiate for your career growth what i did was i put together a list of 50 plus things you can negotiate you can access this list Uh, I published it on Google Docs, I will link to it in the notes, and I thought I might as well read it out loud and share it with you. So there are some buckets, those buckets are compensation, career progression, flexibility, professional development benefits, as well as enablers, or the things that enable you to advance your career faster. So let's start with compensation. When I say compensation, I mean all-in compensation beyond the base salary. So number one, you can negotiate stock options. In fact, I wrote the article, Getting Startup Equity, Everything You Need to Know. It's published on the Muse and I will link to it in the show notes. Well, actually, the link is in the document. So click on the document, you'll be able to find that link so you can have a better understanding of startup equity as well as stock options. Number 2, stock grants. It's slightly different from stock options. Options are the right to buy at a certain price. Stock grants are when you get awarded company stock right, like right to you. Number 3, vesting schedule or how fast the equity compensation becomes yours. Typically, it's about four years, but you can ask to have this accelerated and you can ask for very specific clauses in anticipation of the company being sold or going public. Number four, going market rate adjustment to your salary. So you can listen to the eight do's and six don'ts of salary negotiation on this podcast for more details on this. But At the end of the day, if you are underpaid the going market rate, you can make a case for a market rate adjustment and have your pay adjusted. Number five, merit-based salary increase. I think this is probably the kind of increase that most people have in mind when they think about asking for a raise. And sometimes merit-based salary increases come with a promotion and title, and sometimes it's about you getting bumped into a higher pay band. And number six, performance bonus, which usually and ideally are based on specific milestones. Number seven, spot bonus, a one-time bonus for job well done. Number eight, signing bonus. Obviously, that's when you are starting a new job. Number nine, retention bonus, which is a financial incentive to keep you in the job because according to research, it can cost up to 200% of your salary for your employer to recruit, to hire, and train a skilled employee. They're going to save 200% of your salary when they keep you. So a little retention bonus. It's, it's a drop in the bucket. Number 10, relocation bonus. So I had a client who negotiated this. And what she did was she calculated all, expect, all expected costs as well as the currency fluctuation, the currency exchange and what that will cost her when she moved to one country to another to work for her company. Number 11, tuition reimbursement. You want to make a case for what you learn will help you perform better on the job. Number 12, severance package. Did a podcast with Jordan Sale of Aurora.com. So you can check out that podcast for more details and examples of what and how you can negotiate your severance. 13, pay band. If you're already at the top end of your current pay band, this is the thing you want to negotiate so that you can be eligible for a pay raise now or later. Number 14, getting paid out the unused and accrued paid time of PTO or vacation days. So that's just all in compensation, but of course that's not all, there's more. Let's talk about career progression. Number 15, title. I once negotiated to become senior director of operations because I wanted to signal, I wanted to put it on my LinkedIn. It meant something to me, even if I didn't get a pay raise. Number 16, job responsibilities and scope. Just notice the title, the payment, it's separate. These are all negotiable separately and together. For example, you can rewrite your job description and get buy-in on your new job description. Number 17, project or team assignment. Because walking away from a toxic project manager will do wonders for your sanity and productivity. Number 18, tasks you don't want to do or tasks you want to delegate or delay or even delete from your task list. You want to get approval. You want to get agreement that these are the things you don't want to do sometimes. And sometimes you just want to make that decision for yourself as a leader. Number 19, direct supervisor. Who do you report to? You want to vote with your feet to a better manager who supports your growth. Number 20, headcount and budget for hiring direct reports so that you can delegate, delay or delay or delete number 21 budget for consultant and or freelancers which may be just as good as having headcount uh, or budget for hiring direct reports but now it's less work for you to manage them so sometimes a consultant or freelancer is even better than a direct report 22 Team resources such as software or hardware upgrades. Number 23, final say. You having the final say and decision-making authority so that both the higher-ups and your direct reports and or freelancers know to follow you on project decisions. Number 24, review timing, performance review timing, cadence, frequency. For example... If you start a new job and you don't start at the base or the compensation that you want, you can have uh, a performance review. Let's say you ask them, you you say, hey, I'm confident I'm gonna hit the ground running. And for that reason, let's have a performance review six months from now, from my start date, and let's reevaluate how well I'm doing and reevaluate my compensation, whether that is bonus, equity, uh, base salary. Number 25, performance milestones or metrics. I think this is one of the most important things you can negotiate in your career because you want to be able to hold both yourself and your manager accountable to an objective, indisputable measure of your performance very important for women and minorities who encounter unconscious biases. So I have done several podcast episodes on this. One of them is a client case study with Amy Scoville on what you can do when your boss is unconsciously biased against you and makes an unfair assessment of your performance. I've also had a great conversation with my mentor, Maggie Reyes. Uh, on how to strategically get buy-in on those key milestones so that you know that's what you you work towards and that's what you need to do to secure a promotion. Number 26, backup plan. In case your new role or project assignment doesn't work out, it, it, it's not a great fit, and you can come back to the role that you had before or be considered for a transfer, right? So you want to make sure that's thought out, and planned out. 27, support to attend industry conferences. Take, for example, reimbursement and not having the days you attend those conferences count towards your PTO. Number 28, support to speak at industry conferences. You can ask your leadership to endorse you to the industry movers and shakers so you can improve not only your reputation, but career prospects, beyond your current job. Number 29, nomination to young president's organization, YPO, or other high-profile networking organizations. Again, this will help cement your reputation as a leader and improve your career prospects beyond your current job. I had a client who was working in a family business and she was VP, but she wanted to get into young president's organization before she got confirmed as the successor, uh, the president, the next president of her organization. And this helped to signal not just to herself, but to others within her organization and in her industry that she is president material. And after she secured the support to be in the YPO, Young President's Organization, her promotion to president got confirmed. So that was a really strategic move, a smart strategic move. Let's go on. So let's talk about negotiating flexibility in your career. Number 30, when you start a new job, when are you going to start? So you can give yourself some time to decompress before starting a new job number 31 hybrid work arrangement i had a client who proactively set expectations going into a hybrid job by letting the employer know that they'll be coming in twice a week not three or four or whenever she needs to she'll be coming in twice a week and she set that expectation up and that became the norm for her so she she negotiated that up front number 32 when you work or when you respond to emails, Slack, team messages. You know, again, setting those expectations ahead of time is a great way to set boundaries. 33. How you work or how long you work. For example, no more 10, 12-hour workdays, please. And you can negotiate that upfront, let people know that, you know, after a certain amount of hours, you will n- not be available. 34, travel and entertainment reimbursement. If you are in sales or business development, you want to negotiate upfront what will count towards travel reimbursement. So when you fly business class to a client meeting or order steak dinner for you and your client, what can you get reimbursed for, right? You want to get clarity on that ahead of time. 35 project deadlines yes deadlines can be negotiable professional development number 36 association dues right if you enter a young presidents organization and other networking associations you want to have support uh, you can ask you can negotiate for those association dues to be covered by Your company. Number 37, executive coach. Yes, my clients, some of them have requested and received reimbursement for working with me directly from their employer. Number 38, executive education programs. And number 39, other trainings or certifications that are relevant to you and your role. Now let's talk about benefits. Number 40, vacation days. How many vacation days? How many PTO days? Number 41, carrying over unused PTO days to the next year. Yeah, that's negotiable. You can ask them to do that. Number 42, bereavement days. Number 43, going on family and medical leave, which is something that you can have. uh, It's an unpaid 12 weeks of leave and have your job protected. Protected under the laws of the US government, under Department of Labor's uh, guidelines. 44, the length of your maternity leave. 45, pay during maternity leave. I've had clients negotiate this. 46, designated space and time to pump milk after returning from maternity leave. That's important. 47, gym membership. For example, the company may pay part or all of your gym pass membership. 48, designated parking space. These are all great benefits. Now that we're coming to the home stretch, here are things that will enable you to advance in your career faster. 49, administrative support. For example, an executive assistant. 50, special projects budget so you can do special projects. Number 51, invitation to leadership meetings, so you can have a voice in how decisions are made and increase your visibility to the executive team. This is something a client of mine successfully negotiated. 52, office arrangement or home office stipend. 53, dedicated conference or working space, by which I mean when and with whom you have to collaborate to work with special equipment that's only available in that specific specific working space. 54, exposure to leadership, by which I mean regular check-ins and coffee chats, either with the C-suite or the executive that you want to be in touch with. And it's not about golfing on the weekends, right? So, I hope you enjoyed, I hope you took some notes and I hope this helped you brainstorm other things, creative things that you can negotiate in your career. Uh, There are other resources that you can find on my website, jamieleecoach.com, as well as other episodes. So I hope you check it out and I wish you negotiation success. Would you like to dive deeper? come on over to jamieleecoach.com, J-A-M-I-E-L-E-E-C-O-A-C-H.com. You'll get your free ebook, How to Ask for a Big Pay Raise, and get on the list so you don't miss out on more tips, scripts, and invites from yours truly. Talk soon.